What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to season three of the Good Men Exist podcast. A lot of people always ask me about the music on the show. They say, Jarrell, what is that song on show number, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, technically it is in the show notes. But because I do get asked about the music on the show, I decided to put together a YouTube music playlist. So not only that, you'll have music from season one, season two, and season three. You will also be able to listen to the podcast on YouTube. So even if you have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is you listen to my podcast on, why not throw YouTube in there for good measure? Hey, I would greatly appreciate it. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. Today's topic is loving someone's potential versus loving who they really are. And the reason that this is important is because when it comes to relationships, the one thing that we would like to think is a mainstay within our relationship is who we're dating, who we're married to. But the fact of the matter is people change, right? No one, for the most part, stays the same or they shouldn't stay the same. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about drastic changes. I'm not talking about, you know, he's always loved short haired women. That has just always been his MO. And then one day he wakes up and he's like, you know what? Don't like short hair anymore. Gets on my nerves. Can't stand it. That would be odd. You might want to check for concussions at that point. But overall, the things that we experience with our partners should be measured and change should be accepted to a certain extent. And so before we really dive in, let me first say that loving someone's potential is not a negative thing and it shouldn't be taken as such. But the main thing that you need to understand when it comes to loving someone's potential is that you're falling in love with something that may never materialize or you're falling in love with the idea of someone that they may never become. As long as you know in your mind that that is a possibility, that if they never become the person that you thought they could and you are fine with that then you have nothing to worry about because the person who they may become may not be what you expected. But if you're dedicated enough, if you're committed to the relationship, loving who they are shouldn't be a problem. And it's something that we're all guilty of, right? And it's something that each and every one of us experiences. When we first start dating someone, as you all know, we all have our tuxedo mask on. Our tuxedo mask is the best we have. We pull that thing out the back of the closet, took it to the dry cleaners, got it tailored to make sure that that thing fit us just right. So when we put it on, we have placed our best foot forward. Now, some may say that is not a true version of who we are. And for the most part, I agree. You're correct when you say that it is a version of who we are. Because unless we wear that tuxedo every day, and I don't know anyone, no matter how good they look in a suit, wants to put that bitch on every single day, then we also have to understand that we're going to have a different mask that we place on on a daily basis, weekly, monthly, yearly. It just depends, right? But when it comes to the potential, we all experience it. If you're on a dating app or if you meet someone in person, you know, the whole point of dating is to form a connection or to at least see if one is there. And in seeing if one is there, 
We hear some things that we like. We hear some things we don't like. But obviously, if we hear more of the good things than the negative things, we become intrigued. We're inclined to want to figure out more about this person. And obviously, if things are going well, the more we find out about them, the better. And if we click, awesome. We continue to move forward. And maybe we learn a little bit about the person from where they came from. Maybe we learned about some of their struggles, some of their successes. And then maybe we begin to find out some of those goals that they have. Or if it's not goal related, maybe we find out some of the things that they say that they would never do or they couldn't or that would never happen. And then that's when we start to creep into the realm of potential. They say, oh, yeah, you know, I've always been into businesses. I have this great idea for a business and I know it's just going to take off. It's going to be so successful. If you were with me, we'd have this great lifestyle. We'd be able to travel the world. We would have the finer things in life. It'd be perfect. Or if you are a, a woman or a man that has let them in on your past and maybe there are certain aspects of your past that aren't so great. And then they hit us with, the, oh, they did what? Oh, man, I would never do that. Like, that's not even that's not even me. Or she did what to you? See, that's why you need a woman like me. We begin to set the bar for who we are. And with that bar being set, we begin to look at, wow, OK, if everything adds up, this is what life could potentially be like with this person. And the thing about potential is, is that if we're lucky, we'll see how capable this person is of accomplishing their true potential early on. If we're not, it may be years of waiting, of asking when is such and such going to happen before we finally realize that, hey, one, maybe this person needs more time to reach their potential or two, it has been long enough. And maybe they will reach their potential, but I don't think it's going to be with me. And that's what I mean when I talk about being able to accept the fact that that potential may never be materialized. And worse yet, if you put a lot of time into something, understanding and accepting that that potential life that so and so promised you, whether it be personal, career based or otherwise, will not happen with you. And that's why I say it's perfectly fine to love someone for their potential. But there also needs to be a point in time where that potential doesn't become your reality. And when reality sets in, will you be happy with them never accomplishing a lot of the things that they set out to do? Potential is you've fallen in love and they maybe have stepped outside of the relationship and they say, I will never do it again. Now, they could potentially do it again, but are you OK with the potential that they may not? It's a double edged sword. The only true person who can determine the outcome of potential is the person who is in those shoes. And what's also important about loving someone's potential is understanding that at some point there may be resentment. Oh, man, you hyped this up. You told me life would be this way or life started out this way. And the more we went down our journey, the more I figured out that everything we said we wanted or everything you said that you wanted for us doesn't seem like it's going to materialize. Will you be resentful? Oh, I've wasted three years of my life waiting on you. I've wasted seven years of my life waiting on you. It's something that we have to put in perspective, because the one thing that I will say about potential when it comes to the personal side of things is that you have to be very careful when it comes to that. It's one thing to say you want to start a business and you have a stable job so you can support your partner or family despite not having started that business. But when it comes to the matters of the heart, are you willing to accept someone not reaching their potential? Because it's very easy to fall in love with what could be. And then when we have to come back to reality, that's when it becomes difficult. And by no means are you obligated to stay with someone to see their potential through. Sometimes we have to cut ourselves out of that equation for our own benefit and maybe even for theirs. Not to say that we are the reason why they are not reaching our potential, but we all know that when you're in a relationship, if you have any level of positive compromise, there are going to be some things that go one way. There's going to be some things that go the other way. But at a certain point, 
no matter how good of a person you are, when you are the one who is constantly giving, constantly sacrificing, constantly putting things on hold, it's very easy to become resentful from that. But are you willing to stick around to see it through or and keep in mind when I say see it through, that's both the positive, negative and neutral. Or do you need to remove yourself from that equation? Because then we reach the other side versus loving who they really are is what they have presented to you so far, no matter whether it be early in the dating phase or if you're already married and got years in the game is who they are good enough for you. Are you still willing to love them when they shot for the moon and only reach the stars or when they shot for the moon and only reached the upper atmosphere and when they shot for the moon and didn't even make it off the ground? Are you willing to love them for what they have done for you? Is what they do for you enough to be sustainable and also be in a healthy relationship? And when it comes to career, maybe these are things where he or she got a job in another city, another state, whatever it is, and you have to make that decision too to stay or to go. Maybe your family's where you are and their family's somewhere else. Are you willing to stay or go when that person doesn't do all the things that they did in the beginning? And now you're beginning to feel a way about it. Do you have that conversation and wait for improvement? And then how long do you wait? These are all questions you have to answer. But in understanding that some of us just aren't able to achieve the dreams that we once had for ourselves, will you love them anyway? In the good times, will you love them anyway? In the bad times, will you love them anyway? As long as they're not negatively affecting you, obviously no abuse, no violence, no repetitive infidelity. Will you still love them? The potential wife you saw, the potential husband you saw, you were so sure of it. And then if you weren't, maybe you felt like with time, if I just give it some time, they'll figure it out. Or if they said, I just need more time. There's a lot of what ifs in this world. There are a ton of uncertainties. There are a lot of situations that could have gone differently if we had just fill in the blank. But when you see that person evolve, when you see that person change, when you see that person degrade, when you see that person go the opposite way of progress, obviously you're going to be there to support them. Obviously, you should be there to love them. But when they're at their worst, now this is getting more into the marriage territory because obviously in basic relationships, we don't take vows. But if you've been together for a while in a relationship, maybe you don't have marriage. When you finally see that they have reached their peak, will you still love them? Obviously, I'm not saying break up with anyone. I'm not saying, you know, go get with someone because you think they have potential. Like I said, whether they maximize that potential or not, are you willing to accept the end result? That's really the only question that needs to come out of this episode. And I hope that you're able to ask yourself that question and, and determine if that answer is yes or no. Or maybe we'll see. I'll accept that too, right? And that's just food for thought on your Tuesday. But anyway, if you have enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone. Tell a friend, tell a family member about it. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. If you like the episodes, be sure to get in touch with me on IG and on the Twitter at GME. As usual, I hope each and every one of you is doing well. And as always, be great people.